0: Talk about music you guys. New, <laughs> it. new music Friday. New Music Friday, yeah man. Uh Bad Bunny dropped his uh new album. Who? Bad bunny the Who? Cult. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bad bunny.
0: El ultimo tour del mundo, the last tour of the world. And then yesterday, freaking Lil Wayne done. Did a two thousand and eight on us crash that Pimp dropping? Facts. In. No, uh, what was it? No, it was no three. Three, sorry, no, it was three. Yeah. Have to listen to it. I have yet to listen to I it. Listen I've to heard it it's
1: really good though, and I heard the track with him and Wayne, or with him and Drake. Drake yeah, I heard it goes fire. off. I heard it goes off. So yeah. I um, get to listen to it. I, I'm gonna listen to that. I'm sure after this podcast and the next time we we link up.
0: No, of course we could talk about I just, I just wanted it, to, to introduce it to sure. the to the audience so they know that we we you know, we're not just a sports thing. That, that, that's why like I feel like the name fits well with us. It's just, you know, we're just stating our opinions on anything that we want to talk about and that's what I feel like the best thing is. Like we could talk about, you know, things we like. We love MMA, we love basketball, and we love music and that's some of the things that we want to talk about. But hey, like next week we could come in here and be like, "Man, we can talk about fast food if we want to, damn yeah, it. Yeah. But I, I did have a, a couple things uh, written down. Um, we could definitely talk about the No Ceilings and, and the Bad Bunny once we come back since it just dropped. The No Ceilings literally dropped like yesterday. Bad Bunny's thing came out Thursday night. Thursday night, right. You know, so still fresh in our minds, so we could definitely Man, talk about it. That coming Bad out. Bunny is good. It is really good. I,
2: I can't say that it's my favorite project of his this year. But man, it's good. Yeah. I still gotta like listen to it more and let it sit with it's, it's, I have a
1: really strong opinion about it. I think I mean go ahead. I mean I can save it until whenever if you want to. If you it. wanna talk about
0: it now, we can talk about it so now. What I was gonna
1: say is that like I'm on the same boat right now with with you Los With like I don't it's not my favorite right now, but the more I listen to it the better it's getting. And I think it's amazing. First listen around, uh, first time around, what I got out of it. The more that I'm listening to, it, is that it's super. Like, I feel like it's really emotionally charged in a way. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, and it really it comes through in the sound, and it, it's very experimental. Yes. And but I, I really, <clears throat> I really rock with it. Like it's 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 as, as experimental as you would think he would do his music in general. It's, it's not as traditional uh, reggaeton. This really sounds like a, a a mixture of like just influences coming together. Yeah. Um, and he's really just doing what he wants on it.
0: I mean, I'll be honest, I already said it to the guys before in the group chat and everything, so it's no surprise. This is my favorite Bad Bunny project uh, ever. Like, even better than Por Siempre. I feel like this, I, I've said it before, uh, this album should have honestly been called Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana because it would have fit it even better. I mean, I get what he... I, I understood the... Pers- I don't know if you guys were able to read the Apple description of the album that I didn't he actually read it put. In, in, no, 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 I didn't read so it. So essentially the album is uh, uh, basically kind of like he made it in a way of like 2020 was a crazy year and like so much shit was happening in between... The the forest fires happening, you know, everywhere, like in Australia, California, uh Covid happening, Kobe dying, all this stuff happening in twenty twenty. And you're just like, bro, it literally seemed like the something from the world movie and the world was like ending. So he made The covers this, like
1: Mad Max like.
0: Yeah. He made this album uh significant, like you know, basically like signifying like what it would be in his perspective The end um, of the world. If the world were to end. Like what the, exactly the last tour in the world would be, and he kind of says, like, he kind of puts it in these songs, and uh, an interview of his, he had said a lot of people, uh, he said a lot of people complained when he dropped both uh, the two earlier albums from February and in the summer, that they're like, man, like, these songs are great, they're Perreo songs, the dance, and stuff like that but we're in quarantine, we're locked up and stuff. And he literally said, we can't complain now. I gave you an album that's supposed to be you by yourself, listening in your room with wine, with a beer, just sitting there. This album is about heartbreak. This album is about sadness, emotions, everything like that. This is not the typical Bad Bunny album. And the reason why I like it so much is that reason, because Bad Bunny is a, quote, unquote, Latin reggaeton artist, a Latin urban artist. You would not expect an artist like this to do this. This is essentially something that I was I would expect from, like, even, like, not I wouldn't even expect it from a rap artist, but I could see it more from, like, you know, somebody in the American music doing this. The fact that he is able to do this in a lane where everyone, bro, everyone always thinks that reggaeton music or Bad Bunny or anybody of these rappers, they just rap on... Dum, 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 can, can, dum, we,
1: can we have an honest talk about, like, at, at least, you know, this is all. Our, this is we're all Hispanic here and stuff like that. But like, just the the actual culture itself, of reggaeton music and the ideas that it brings and how it's been portrayed in our in our in our culture and history, it's been predominantly masculine based, real aggressive, like mm-hmm. you know that type of thing. He's really brought a whole different edge to it. Correct. Where he's crossed boundaries. Yo Perreo sola is like an anthem to people who who are female like who identify as female who you know not even necessarily born female but feel female you get what i'm saying like he's done this stuff for people that you know necessarily don't think that way or or haven't been able to express that way through this type of music because it's not it wasn't made for him essentially in a way yeah you know he's crossed that lane um but what i was getting at to my original point was that it's not my favorite right now but like like I said the more I'm listening to it and it's just, just because it's what a day and a half old yeah like I, it, it's connecting to me a lot because it really does give me that feel yeah. the more I look at the cover the more I hear the atmosphere the music gives me the tones he was giving off Um, it just it resonates it resonates more personal and it feels like you're in quarantine in a way
0: yeah some of the lines uh, some of the things are crazy, crazy like if you if you remember if you uh, i don't know if you remember the song um um, um I'm going to have to look at the track list cuz I can't even remember off the top of my head right now but it's um it's maldita pobreza ah, it's a great a song scene. because it kind of like uh, I I don't know if everyone's like this but I know I am like it's it's basically uh, a melody of him wishing that he could spoil his girlfriend and give her anything in the world you know even though like he understands that she's not with him for the materialness but it's kind of like he wants to do this it's as an act of kindness he wants to do this as an act of love because he feels like she deserves these things and he's not able to because of, you know, the circumstances going on. And I feel like it's really good because especially after the COVID thing, imagine like a lot of people don't, you know, some things are not the same, you know, whether it be like, you're not working as many hours. If you're a business owner, you're not making as many sales. It's kind of the same thing. I feel like it's a very relatable thing. And then the the, the song before the last one, which is like a, it's like a Puerto Rican band. I, I'm still trying to see the significance in that. Ante Que Se Acabe. No, yeah, Ante Que Se Acabe, that song the 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 fact that he was able to say in the song saying like hey like embrace your brother no matter what no matter what their skin color is no matter anything like that their the ethnicity religion anything we we're all the same and like i said he, what other latin artist is talking about these things
1: correct me if i'm wrong that last that is it the last track it's also like a band playing
0: it's a band that was but he
1: uh, but they're saying something like One one year I'm here, one year I'm not.
0: So it's 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 basically like. Un año que viene y otro que se va. So saying like it's kind of like saying like Like a season, just like it's more like he's forgetting. Like it's like listen, like I I actually I I think I just was able to figure it out now. Um. So this is a Puerto Rican band that has been around for like forty years, but they stopped making music in the eighties. (laughs) <laughs> so <it's>, wait <laughs>
1: yeah oh, oh they stopped making music in the 80s but they've been around for 40 they've been years. around okay, for 40 okay. years all right, all right. no
0: they, i think they started making music in the 40s 50s or oh something like that
1: oh okay. yeah
0: so they're a really old no, band straight, like right. they've been around for a really long time i think their last album came out in 1980 in 1980 actually oh. so this song is from one of their albums it's not it's completely untouched and everything it's literally the original song the thing is from now what i'm seeing is kind of like It's his significance of like, let's put this terrible year aside with everything that's happening. Now we're going to have more change coming in, whether it be obviously, you know, with the whole COVID thing, there's talks about a cure and everything, I mean, not a cure, but a a vaccine coming in for it. We're going to have a new president now. So I kind of feel like that's what it's saying. Like, let's leave that to the past. Let's leave this depression, this sadness, everything that he's putting into this album. Let's leave that in the past. New year's coming up. Let's let's embrace it, let's do something. You know, has he confirmed that
1: he's gonna keep working? Yes. But like actively like yes. mean like hey, like a, he and next year he, I'm gonna have another album, come on.
0: He said that originally when he first made when he first made like Yo hago lo que me da la gana and like Iba Salir, he just has so much music that he literally was like tired of it. And he just he was gonna quit. But the quarantine happened and he said like I got my break there and like He's like, honestly, I got my love for music back there, and uh, he's like, I'm not gonna stop anytime soon. Like, that's exactly what he said.
1: All right. Just because I, I took that last song and for it to be the last song after all those things that like uh. it could be an, an alleg- like an allegory for him to be like, well, I gave y'all work here, three projects. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be around next year, but when I come back, I could do something well, similar. From or something por siempre
0: like to the, the 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 first album of this year. He, that was in 2018, so it was he did take he a did year take off. That, right? So he'll probably do the same. He'll probably do some features here and there, but the big thing for him is he is not quitting. He definitely is going to continue making music. Yo,
1: listen, because he's the GOAT, bro. I don't care what no one says, bro. Yeah. He's the GOAT. I mean,
0: this run for his last four albums is really somebody said it. It was like, bro, this year that that uh, Bad Bunny's having feels like 92, 93 Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> going out there, getting a championship out every MVP out there. They're like, yo, it feels like his 92, 93 championship run, bro. Like, it's insane. But it, it, you guys should definitely keep listening to it. Um, I just was, I got my own feel for it, but I could definitely tell you that it definitely feels like his most introspective album, definitely the most thought-provoking, the most experimental, and... I just think that it's going to be—it's going to be heralded as a really good album. Right now, I don't. There was a lot of. There was like mixed reactions because no one was expecting it. They were expecting like I saw people being like, "I'm ready to go crazy with this album, dance, do this and that." It's Thanksgiving, my fans here, so I'm definitely gonna be better on this stuff like that. And then you know you get this album, you're like, "Wait, what?"
1: (laughs) Right? Because I remember. Shout out to Chris But I remember Chris saying On the group chat Like that um, He wasn't feeling it that much Yeah he wasn't feeling it that much And I'm just like Damn for real? How? I'm like Cause to me it's like If you sit with it and you listen to it How can you not feel it? Like What he's talking about You know what I mean? All this other stuff But I was th- I had a thought earlier And it was like Yo this really feels like Just Spanish hip hop Like this yeah. album feels Just Spanish, Spanish hip hop yep. You know what I mean? And it's um, And it's, it's He's
2: crossed a big boundary That other people haven't man Like he's just so he's the biggest
0: he's He's the biggest
2: Latin artist ever he's the GOAT I don't want to say much on it because I gotta listen to it more and I don't want to give like a good opinion on it Uh, for my first couple listens to it it kind of gives me a uh, J. Cole for your eyes only feel where you do have Hmm, to be to yourself to listen to it and if I think that's a problem with like us as a Spanish culture like Thanksgiving was happening. Everybody was drinking, celebrating, and you know, us Spanish people, when we party and celebrate, we like to go all out, you know what I mean? Yeah, and this was and not that. This was the opposite of that. And Aside this is from a few tracks, right? Yeah, a few tracks. This is something Booker that, you know, Yo, I'm gonna that say, Can
0: hard. you dig it? That book is Sucker. And oh. when his
1: joint went into the beat, I was like, yeah. oh, I lost it. I was like, sure. oh, this shit's stupid. Yeah.
0: So uh, I, I want to also tell you this too, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently for his, uh, his Cheetos deal, he said for him... For him doing a Cheetos thing and apparently just him saying Booker T. So I don't know if he's got like a WWE thing. He made 20 million off of that. What the fuck? That's a bag and a half. He's got an Adidas deal too. Yeah, I seen he that. He did his Crocs with, you know, Crocs. The Crocs, right. The dude is blowing up, man. He's, he's huge. He's out here. And he's uh, nominated for Grammys. Me and John were talking about the Grammy stuff. Maybe we could talk about that too, but. Uh, but I wanted to. I wanted to ask you guys about this. I, I saw. I think I saw John talking about this, and I think John got a little mad about this. What? <laughs> I don't know if Lowe saw this. Lowe, did you see the uh, the Young Thug comments on Andre? Oh, 2000? bro, don't give, you,
1: man, you don't give me start on this thing. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Thug was on an interview, I think, with Ti.
1: Yeah, he was on his podcast. Yeah,
0: Expedition. and uh, so you know. Young Thug and Andre 3000 are both from Atlanta. So, uh, I, think, uh, so it's T. I. I think he asked him about... Yeah, T.I.'s from Atlanta, too. I think he asked him about uh, about Andre. And he was like, this is a quote from uh, Young Thug. I can't rap you two Andre 3000 songs. I ain't never paid attention to him. Never in my life. When T.I. tells him he's missing out and says they need to work together, re- uh, referring to his recent collaboration with Elton John, Thugger disagrees. He says, quote... But the difference between Elton John and Andre is to simplify it, Elton John mm-hmm. likes to kiss ass and Dre likes his ass kissed. Elton John like, hey, I like you. I remember your first song. I remember Gucci first song. When up getting out. He a fan of niggas to the point where I'm like, let's do music. And he's like, nigga bet. Andre more like, this is his secretary. Tell the nigga, tell the nigga it's
1: thug, nigga. <laughs> Look. I see his approach because he's like, I'm a, I'm a giant in Atlanta too. Mm-hmm. And Thug has his own right and his own reserve to brag about it. Don't get me wrong. But you know, yo, I love it. I love how timing works out with me. So I was watching yesterday. I literally spent, I watched the whole um, Evolution of Hip Hop series. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the episodes focused on Atlanta and the history and all that stuff. And one of the biggest moments in Atlanta history was when they found their identity with uh, outcast in a way because they brought a different vibe to a national stage mm-hmm. from Atlanta. They gave them, you know Atlanta a sound and those times when they came out, it was the 90s when they came out. Atlanta they had their own scene, but it was established differently. It was it was Correct. a little different sound. Um, it was more club music um, because they were influenced from Miami and down south and all that stuff. So um, when DJs came around, there was a, a place called Dungeon, Atlanta found these two guys um they went to the same high school turned out to be big boy 3k Mm -hmm. obviously they became outcasts they made all the albums they made became fucking legendary so obviously with time passes thug and his people come in and make their own way with Birdman, cash money all them people and um you know he's a legend in his own right with the new age especially he's such a giant influence um but what I just I don't get is that why do you need your ass kiss for you to work with someone? <laughs> From your perspective. Like I get that you feel like you're thug and you know, you deserve your respect and you know everyone knows who you are, whatnot. But that what does that mean to anyone? Just because Elton John did it doesn't mean Andre has to do it. And not for nothing. Andre's your father. He's your granddaddy. <laughs> he fathered your whole shit the weirdness, the the Andre wore a dress before. He he wore a dress before you wore yeah, a dress. He did, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Andre was that that tough dude too. Like Andre was he was laid back but he was the everybody knew who Andre was. He and he, they knew he, he did shit. I think like, it's
0: more cause like it seems like Thug is kinda like one of the people that like um he just doesn't like to he kinda doesn't like to pander to people. Like he's no, he just don't. kinda like Like, you remember the whole thing with Lil Wayne when that was happening? He's like, he don't give a fuck he's Lil Wayne. Yeah, he he made the barter six when Wayne was trying to drop the barter five. five. The issue (laughs) with
2: Young Thug is uh, he didn't grow up normal. You know, he was somebody who was, you know, growing up being kicked out of school, gang banging, you know, five-star blood, all that. You know, he has that repertoire in Atlanta that, like... He's a gangbanger first, mm-hmm. and if you know people like that, and if you've met them, you know, they're the type of people that they don't give a fuck about anything but themselves. Uh, if it doesn't benefit them in any way, they don't really care, they think that they're better than everybody at anything. They don't yeah. beef and
1: with you, they just eat your food. But not mm-hmm. only that, you
0: know what's that's crazy, too? his mentality. Too? You know who would probably be a big influence for him would be Gucci, because that mm-hmm. was right. everyone's I, like, street influence, you know, I mean, you that's are a lot from the street. Atlanta, right. Gucci was your influence around that time, you know. Look at Look at Thug.
2: Too. Look at Thug. I mean, Thug just he's shown that he don't give a like a fuck about nothing. Like he, he had, he think he's still beefing with Game, right? Weren't they like flashing guns and talking real serious at each other at one point? Pulling out
1: them dicks. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: what he was talking about. He was talking (laughs) about
1: pulling out dicks. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, Yeah. Young
2: Thug to the point where he don't care who you are. He he come for you
1: yeah. Nah true But my my whole thing is that is This is T.I. also You're on his podcast And he's telling you You're missing out on someone he's like, And he's nah. just like nah <laughs> And it's like bro <laughs> He's from Atlanta He's literally telling him He's one of us I just Like just one like, of us.
0: He's like Elton John Kisses ass But Andre wants his ass kissed so like, like what? what? It a weird Backhanded compliment You give Elton John Who just collaborated Right with Like <laughs>
1: I don't get it I, I, I get what he was trying to say like he's a fan of you so he's willing enough to collaborate yeah here. yeah yeah but <laughs> to call him a kiss ass and then mm-hmm. to say Andre wants his ass kissed versus like that's crazy. That's nah crazy. like nah it's just funny but we'll have to see Thug, how that Thug goes. is a little I, I, that's I, his that's his first L he's ever taken <laughs> <laughs> that's the first L Thug has ever
2: taken outside of wearing a dress I still don't rock with this shit Man, he be saying some fruity shit in his music too. So. He be calling know, some babes. Stuff <laughs> stuff he be <said. laughs> calling like, yo babes. Yeah, super sus. Yo, but how come crack yo? my Or that brack in my brack. <laughs> <Or. Sorry. laughs> <That laughs> <in my> <laughs> what was the one he said? Uh, he be milking niggas even though he's lactose. Like yeah. <laughs> 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 it... Yeah, that's True. utterly he, he's disgusting. He's the king of the sus
0: bars, but you know, try True. him. <laughs> yeah, real quick, what's
1: the most sus bar you ever heard?
0: You look so good, I I'd suck on your daddy's th- dick <laughs> by Biggie. I don't think there's ever. I don't think there's another line that's that's a as sus. As I can't that
1: think one. of anything offhand, that's but pretty, like that's up there. Yeah, that's it's, it's
0: up literally there. the most because it's just like it's also. Like the third The second line on there And he's like When I met you I, I don't remember the first line But he goes, You look so good, good that's I so suck on cool. your daddy's dick thing. And I'm like Whoa on. Oh, There's three minutes left Of this song <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about here Why <laughs> nobody in Biggie's crew Is like bro I don't think that's the one bro. You was gonna you say gotta... something To Biggie though <laughs> Absolutely Like yo bro This bro, ain't the Biggie, one As soon as he said You gotta pause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That ain't the one No 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 well, why are you why are you looking for that? Uh, are you looking for the little subs bars?
2: <laughs> yeah, I got it. This got. I'm sure this. there's
0: a lot of a uh, young thug ones. Oh my god! Just, dude, come on. You guys, the the the, the milking niggas one is, is a is a bad one. That is a bad one. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of any other ones that, that I know off the top of my head that he said. Whatever he said on on. Uh, What's it called? Then the beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that track is hard, though. I listened to that the other day. It came on. I was like, oh, Oh, there's shit. a whole
0: Twitter page called... Susline?
1: Sus Rap Lyrics. DMX. Yo, throw that up.
0: Throw it up there so we go
1: out and watch it. All right, let me <laughs> see if you can
0: find it. Sus Rap Lyrics. Don't worry, I'll cut this up into... Uh, when I get on here, so look, this is the top tweet right here. Ready? It is, motherfucker! I'll rip your butthole out of place by DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hold on,
2: wait, hey, stop right there, cause that just reminds. Do you guys see what Russ said? Russ, Russell I, Westbrook, yeah. So oh, he's, like, Westbrook. he's like, he's um, like, everybody keep hating on me, but I'm still gonna be coming on these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> to go be
0: coming on so Jada Kid said hearing hearing you out is senseless perhaps for an instance I'll give this faggot a french kiss
2: ooh pause
0: <laughs> they call me mr. fucking Nigger. I don't need a hoe Meek Mill <laughs> oh can't okay. go? no, no. no. niggas in one room first time was I was tossed, tossed. <laughs> but he was
1: talking no that's con. you need context for that line I
0: read somewhere I'm homophobic shit go through a hood there's mad niggas on my dick is that <laughs> Ice tea, a bitch who's a man because they're bitches too.
1: <laughs> 99 problems. That's
0: it. <laughs> That's all they got on here. Those are pretty good ones. The, the,
1: <laughs> Say the hello, Jada anyone. was
0: pretty, pretty weird. I don't, the 50 was not that bad. The Kendrick one is in con, out of context. That meat no mill was really hella pause. <laughs> hella I'm pause. Not lie. I pause. Mr. Fucking lie. Nigga but I, I don't oh, need a th- I don't think uh, I don't think there's one worse than the biggie one it's a uh, shout out to Reddit Reddit's got a lot of good ones too T.I. was gay as fuck <laughs> right? into <And> video <laughs> you, you know, know. I, yeah. cheat on her <laughs> and if you feel bad she the one. won the Bible was talking. me future
1: memes are goaded too
0: future's another legend in the game bro nah yeah but um knows. so I love so I wanted to tell you about the, the Grammy nominations um Uh, I don't know if you know what they are, but the Grammy nominations have come out uh, for 2021. Yes. So there are five Best Rap Album uh, nominations. I'm going to read them out to you. Let me know if you know any of them or what you think of them afterwards. Uh, What the fuck? Why can't I find it? Best Rap Album. Here we go. So we got five albums so first nomination is black habits by the artist d smoke D smokes the uh, the rapper that won I think he won right the 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 Netflix show the yeah. Netflix right show Yep. Uh, so he dropped the album you have the allegory by Royce the five nine I don't know if you ever heard it I haven't heard it you have uh, Jay Electronica's a written testimony you have Nas's King's disease and the last one we got is Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Uh, what do you think of the nominations for that?
2: I think I've heard two albums <laughs> that were nominated there. And I I don't know. The Grammys to me has always been skewered and I've never been a big fan of it to be honest. Um out of all of those, Freddie Gibbs, in my opinion, has it. Uh, Jay Electronica, he's uh that one's really good too. Um, but
0: you didn't hear the Nas album?
2: No, I actually did not hear the Nas. Yeah, you
0: should hear it. It's really good. Yeah. Me and John talked about this other night. Uh, we, we we spent a, a lot of time talking about all the Grammys and stuff. Um, and I I I was saying to John that I like the Alfredo project more than Nas, but I feel like Nas deserves it. He's been around for twenty plus years. You know, he dropped arguably the greatest hip-hop album of all time. Not according to, uh, I think it was Rolling Stone that made yeah. the top 500 uh, rap albums of all time. But um, Illmatic is an album that still looked at today as the greatest debut album of any rapper. You know, it's a fantastic album. And this album that he dropped was really good. A lot of people shit on Nas because they say that he has a terrible beat selection. We can't complain about that now. He had Hip Boy the whole project, and Hip Boy killed every beat. I love that. I love that. Every beat, he killed it. Hip Boy Boy (laughs) is the producer of the year. It's not even an undebatable. Yeah, is no discussion. He is the producer of the year with what he did here. He did what he did on Detroit Two. Um, it's 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 insane the, the 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 work that Hip Boy has done. And then you put Nas on top these beats, bro. One of my favorite albums.
2: Detroit Two is one of my favorite albums. This yeah, year. it's a
0: really good album. So um, it's, it's it was really cool to see that um, the weekend had a lot of controversy with the with the Grammys. He received zero Grammy nominations, and he was saying on Twitter that the grammys owe him and uh his fans basically an explanation or an apology for for that um he's saying that the reason why it didn't happen is because he turned out a performance on, at the grammys for the super bowl halftime show um, and i know a lot of people always like to say that the grammys are, are rigged that might be a reason why los is like i'm not really too big on on the grammys
1: yeah, I mean, hey, hell, I mean, even artists aren't aren't big on Grammys like that. <clears throat> like Cole, Cole was a guy that, you know,
0: he 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 said it on the song. Yeah, he didn't like Grammys. Watch, he said, Fuck the Grammys. Watch, Izzy, watch Iggy, watch Iggy when won the, the Grammy, Grammy as a try to crack,
1: crack a smile. smile. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> um, he hasn't been since. But he's won a Grammy. But you know, I feel like the significance of a Grammy has definitely watered down, such a uh, you know, a tad. Um, it still holds value though. I'm not gonna say it doesn't, but it it, it absolutely doesn't hold the same amount of value it used to. Um, but I will say this year's nominations of Grammys—they're definitely the most hip hop I've seen in a, in yeah, a while. Yeah, definitely
0: more hip hop, and like uh, they don't feel like they're like um, like wasn't last year the win like what was the winner Cardi B's? Cardi B's album uh, I think
1: been? Cardi might might have won that. So actually. it's
0: like I feel like yeah, this is like the most like hip hop, like you know, the smoke is like. Unusual, race to five nine. Unusual, Freddie gives unusual picks. Like, I can see a Nas and I can see a J Electronica because of like the Jay Z, you know, co and stuff. And Nas has been around for so long.
1: Listen to me, a written testimony better not win. <laughs> that is probably the the least favorite, so, like one on there in my opinion. And I'd even listen to the D Smoke one. <laughs> because I just think all the other ones are just, they just operate at a different caliber. Uh, the Allegory, I listened to a good portion of it. Royce the Five Nine put his foot in that album's ass, and it's amazing. I If you guys haven't listened to The Book of Ryan, another great album. This is better than that one. Damn. So Allegory is really, really good. I, I suggest you listen to it. And Royce is, I mean, he's close to M, so you know what kind of shit you get in there. He's a crazy good rapper. He's, he's an like, amazing rapper. He's. Yeah he's very introspective and he talks about a lot of stuff so um, definitely worth the listen especially this album but um, I'm gonna say Nas wins it if they throw us a curveball they'll give it to Alfredo if that's a curveball I think Alfredo's overall the best one on there Uh, yeah best overall album on there and I think that's what deserves the Grammy but I think they're gonna give it to Nas
0: I I agree. I think they'll they'll give it to. <clears throat> I I think I'll definitely give it to Nas in in my opinion. Um, I saw this thing on Twitter. I I think I talked to you guys about it. There was like a poll out on what's Kanye West's best songs, um, on Twitter, and like the top five was like five was I thought about four was Runaway, um, three was No More Parties in LA. Wait, what was five? I thought about.
1: His best song? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, number five.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Really? Hold on. Lift yourself is number six. No. <laughs> <laughs> is this is on Twitter. Yeah. This is no. Twitter
1: polls are so is it stupid. Lift yourself this goes, Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. know
0: <laughs> Twitter so fucking They're stupid trolling. sometimes, bro. No, but the 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 other ones are kind of like so. Runaways number four. Normal parties in LA is number three. Mm-hmm. Number two is gorgeous, and number one is Devil in a New Dress. Uh, I'm
1: not mad, but where's, where's like Through the Wire? <laughs> where's uh, Flashing Lights?
0: Through the Wire is 11. And Flashing Lights is
1: number seventeen, according to <laughs> the- <laughs> Kanye does not have be- seventeen songs better than Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, he does not have seventeen <laughs> songs better than Flashing Lights.
0: I I, I, I I like Devil in a New Dress. I think it is I a, think that's a, his, that's I a mean, top yeah. five. That's
1: that's definitely top I, three for me. Yeah.
0: I. so I think we were talking about this. Like I really like Gorgeous. I think Gorgeous has like one of my favorite Kanye West verses and all three of them are literally them. Um but I think Devil in the New Dress is really good because not only does Kanye snap on that track, Rick Ross snaps on that track. Like his best verse ever. Yeah, literally does the best performance he's ever done. And the beats incredible. So it's pretty cool. And then like so there's a little bit of research that was done about uh about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, you're looking at the album. <laughs> so I'm looking at like Things that they that this Twitter page posted about uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which are pretty crazy. So you guys know, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was the first Kanye album that he ever dropped on time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. yeah. It's That's the first incredible. time Kanye. I think he has
1: an average of like I think a year delay <laughs> on, on all his albums. That's actually nuts. Of like, whenever he announces it, there's usually an, a year delay after that when he
0: actually drops it. Um, it's the first time Kanye ever had co-producers on every song, and, uh, it's the fourth highest reviewed album on Metacritic. There's only three other albums higher than it.
2: You want to give me a guess of
0: one of them?
1: Um, Thriller?
0: No. No, no, hip-hop, hip-hop. Oh, hip-hop.
1: All right. Uh, To Pippa Butterfly. Yes, sir.
0: That's number one. Um. The other two are tied for the same score. So, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy has 94. Mm-hmm. The other two are tied at 95. And then Topimpa Butterfly is 96. It has the best Metacritic uh score.
1: 95. Right, Hold on, I'm trying to think. I think I know them.
0: You might get You might get one. You, uh, you're not gonna get the other one for sure. I could definitely tell you that. Fuck. I'll give you a number three. Number three is Damn. I was okay. gonna Kendrick, say that. Damn. All That's right. the other one you, you were gonna get. You wouldn't get two. You wanna know what two is? Who? Oh. Stankonia.
1: Outkast, no, I I I think I've read that I've read their their top before, and I was gonna say I'm like I fucking know that.
0: That's crazy that uh, that album is. uh, This is what I'm telling you. That high thug, shut the (laughs) the fuck up. (laughs) He got a 95. (laughs) And then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was the first Kanye album without a top ten single. Every prior album had a top two single. What? Runaway was 12. Monster was 18. Make sure this is still going. I'm pretty sure it is. Come on, yeah. So, Runaway was twelve. Monster debuted at eighteen. All of the lights, eighteen. Power, twenty-two. Nothing made a top ten.
1: So, uh but why do I feel like all those songs were so gigantic? <laughs> like, why do I feel like all, like all are you of the telling lights? me all of the lights yeah, was number yeah. number one? <laughs> I felt like I heard that shit everywhere. No. <laughs> Who don't know that song?
2: Yeah. Uh, who don't
1: know runaway like who
2: doesn't know that song i feel like i'm an oddball in which in woody me it's like uh, i understand everybody's like love for to pimp a butterfly and like why it got such a great review and stuff and like it's just like my least favorite kendrick album is it because it's
1: not replay like you can't listen to it like you can't pick up in the middle of the album and it's like oh yeah
0: Wow, it's crazy you said that, so I just wild, seen yeah. literally a quote that says a, a tweet says does a classic album need replay value?
1: That's a question. I think that's debatable. We could talk about that. What do you think? <clears throat> you think it has to have has to have You want to see the value? so the percentage on Twitter so,
0: yes. is 33% say yes, 67% says no.
1: I agree. That says no. I think <laughs> no.
2: Like I can I see the album.
0: And here's the one classics with low replay value. 76 percent say to pimple butterfly it's the highest one after that literally the low the highest one is four percent five percent it's 808 to heartbreak That's crazy It goes from five to 76 so 76 percent of these people granted I don't know how many people voted on this but 76 percent of these people that have voted on this say that they that to pimple butterfly has low replay value. But it's still a classic.
2: It's a great album. I'm not gonna take its knock from. But it's for some reason, it's my least favorite Kendrick album. Like, even when it came out, I just never like, I listened to it like a couple of times. I'm like, all right, this is cool. But I just, I can never go back and say like, all right, I, somebody just p- put "To Pimp Butterfly" on for me, man. Like, I just need to listen to this song. You know, like, none of those songs gave me that feel. Um, granted he told a great story in the album and he you know sent a great message and I think like you know what it stood for is like why everybody loves it so much but and people hold it to Kendrick's best album but for me anyways I just not what I wanted to hear not what I wanted to listen Um, again my least favorite Kendrick album what I will say is that um classic albums
1: are <clears throat> are like tested through time. A classic album needs to be able to te- uh, stand the test of time and, and and have some type of one song or one type of anthem or one notion or stood for something that gets it to that point where it does stand the test of time. Uh, you know, like Thriller, Thriller from Michael Jackson stands the test of time. Literally, you All can of, listen
2: to that song any day and it'll never right.
1: And and you probably will never get old of it. Or, or get tired of it. But you know what? Maybe maybe some people feel different. It doesn't mean it's less classic than anything else. It's just, that, you know, at a certain point, thriller, it puts me in a certain atmosphere. I can't throw a thriller on right now and be like, this fits the mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, if you throw some West Side Gun on, and I'm telling you, boop, 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 boop,
2: boop! <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's what I'm feeling right now. I got my do-rag on. I'm in a hoodie. We in the basement. It's kind of cold. I want to listen to Thriller, bro. I want to listen to some mm-hmm. guns and shit. Nah, but like what I'm what I'm getting at with classic is like a classic album to me holds a certain like it's a it's an aspect of replay value. It's replay enough that you recognize that it's a great album. Yep. You might listen through it once and you're like, damn, that shit was great. All right, it's in the tub. It's not in rotation. You know what I mean? I can never put a thug album at least to me right now, on that same pedestal same. because it, it's never gotten that level of emotion from me. Um he's gotten three, four songs on each thing where I'm like, oh this shit is fire, this shit is fire, this shit is fire, but nothing that connects you through the the album entirely. Where like you sit through it and you're like, yo, this shit is really like just it puts you somewhere else and it puts you in a different light and, and and introspective and you think about shit like mm-hmm. Kendrick does that with every album he's mm-hmm. come out with so far. Yeah. And and you know, to Pimp a Butterfly he was just getting one specific story across and and you know, the way he did it, the artistry and and the sounds he took, I have to commend him for it because no one's able to done it, be able to do it. I don't think anyone's going to be able to do it remotely and if they do, you know where the influence is coming from. Yeah. You know
0: what I, I, mean? I I I also agree that I don't think classic albums need replayability um i feel like like we were just talking about ilmatic i can't tell you the last time i heard ilmatic but i can tell you right now it is definitely up there for one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time you know
2: you know i think uh, not to interrupt you but i (laughs) think uh like now that i'm older and i can like think about like music more i think that's what like gives me the nod to say like Jay-Z might just be the best of all time in that category because like I'm he gave us he yeah, gave us classic albums that. that are like on, we classics. consider classics, classics but they hold classics. replay value classics. and they hold weight witty
0: <laughs> clever
2: that is he's true. still delivering yeah that mm-hmm.
1: is true yeah, that I is mean true. his last his last album gave you a classic yeah. I think it's gonna be a classic I think it stands the test of time um not that it's been enough time necessarily yet but like oh
2: man 444 is great. is such a mature album I mean, like, even going back to like Reasonable Doubt like we can play Reasonable Doubt now and it fits the vibe yeah, yeah you're right I remember you're I never right. heard
0: Reasonable Doubt until y'all played it for me wow. and I was like this is crazy this is my wow, favorite Jay Z album I want I to I want to give you a quick fact real quick about Royce did you know that Royce has he's one of the only two artists this year to have 100% production credit on the majority of their albums 2020 wow, albums wow really he literally produced every track that has dropped this year. That's good. Yeah, That's Royce crazy. Is,
1: Royce is... I didn't even know he did that, honestly. The weekends
0: on 93% of his. Damn. But Royce... I, apparently, this is the first year that Royce actually did, like, full production.
1: Right. But I'm saying, like, this is a Grammy-nominated album. <laughs> yeah, look at that, right? <laughs> yeah, like, this,
0: is, this is cool, too. So, apparently... uh. So, I'm, I'm, I'm off the uh, Twitter page, Hip Hop by the Numbers, which is pretty cool. I
1: love that page. I follow them. So,
0: they said the Daytona slander is wild.
1: Yeah, so, the, the reviews
0: on it, so that's Pusha T's album. Uh, so, the reviews average about 86 to 85, right? 23% of Daytona was coke rap. After that drop, we got Bandana by Freddie Gibbs, 25.3% coke rap. El Capo, Jim Jones, 28%. Tana Talk. Three, Benny the
1: Butcher,
0: 29%. Plugs I met, Benny the Butcher, 50% of the (laughs) raps is is fucking coke rap, yeah. Yeah, The Butcher coming. The coke rap comeback led by Pusha.
1: Yo, for real. (laughs) Cocaine Cowboys. Yo, Pusha T is the best dope rhymer outside of uh, Jay-Z. The Lions fire coach Matt uh, Patricia and GM Bob Quinn. Just throwing that there, but the Pats, the no, the Lions.
0: Oh, the Lions. Yeah,
1: but yeah, I, I think I think it's interesting to see that um, 2020 is a, is a kind of a bounce back year for music in my eyes. I think 2019 was um I don't know. Hold on, I'm trying to think what came on 19. I don't want to misspeak. But I feel like 2020, as shitty as it was, is, is delivered us some good music. for sure. I mean Oh
0: absolutely
1: It's really delivered Even though guys are You know They, they can't tour the music They can't Necessarily do the big shows mm-hmm. Like they normally
0: 2019 can. had like Igor Bandana uh, So Much Fun By Young Thug Yeah I think it was
1: Slim Pickens last year
0: <clears throat> The Lost Boy By Corday. Yeah I think it was mm-hmm.
2: slim Compared to this year See um, Back to what we were Talking about With the classic albums And like replay volumes i feel like they should hold replay volumes in a sense like all my favorite albums like that has like stood like so far the test of time for me have held like replay value even like j cole's like 2014 forest hills drive holds replay value uh born center holds replay value and those are like those are albums that i would consider j cole's classics i don't think i would say born center is a classic
0: i would i would put friday night lights above that's not an album I, it should have been out. I mean, that's, that's it's not, it We is. should do. We should talk about that next week. Mixtapes that <clears> we consider classics. That would the
2: be the soul good. tape. Let's just wait till next week. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: don't I, don't, I don't know about that one.
2: I like the soul tape. But I don't know about the classics. Oh, what? Don't yeah, start. What? Peter, are you serious?
0: I feel like if we're gonna talk about classics, like you know, like Friday Night Lights. Oh, <laughs> what are you saying? Soul so tape like, is not uh, am just. I'm looking at him right now. Like, Friday Night Lights is like, oh, one of the greatest mixtapes. No. Next thing no. Okay, oh, so man. we got to
1: put this on Instagram or something. A, a poll for the pie. we got to get results. I can see <laughs> you, it's a soul tape, of classic It's a soul tape, but classic tape. Of course. Right? So, like, classic, classic project. project, like, project. Like, it's project. Classic, classic mixtape. You can't say one. it's not.
0: Oh, I t- like t- the salted. I don't know about the class. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's my hot take.
2: Shut what? <laughs> Are no, we getting views now, baby? We getting <laughs> the views now. We might as well just title this one. Yo, this well, Peter, yeah, Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter's <laughs> crazy. That's what we title <laughs> It's all good. I take the heat. I don't care. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh, a man. classic. No way. All right, man. Next thing you're gonna what? tell me like No Ceilings Two isn't a classic mixtape. No Ceilings Two is not. Oh yeah, not yeah a classic. that's not a classic. No, no Ceilings One, is a, one. is a classic. Yeah, One is. Classic. I love No Ceilings Two. I love No Ceilings One. I'm a big Wayne fan, so I think One is better. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't listened to three. I mean, no, I have listened to two. three. No, no, right, no, no, no. But I'm saying, right, right. No. Yeah, like one would, is absolutely
0: honestly, classic.
1: I should define a whole. What, my honestly, is I would.
0: Three. Honestly, I would even go I love like too. I don't. I don't think. I would consider this album a classic. I mean, this project a classic just because of not because of the music per se, even though it was good, but just because of like kind of like the the thing that happened because of it. Like Dream Chasers Two. When that pro- when that mixtape dropped, it blew up the internet.
1: I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell you my story when, when
0: Like it blew up the internet. Like that was the first time I think I ever saw that Piff crash. <laughs> that Piff crash. And it was like ridiculous how many pe- it's I think it's still considered the most downloaded mixtape ever. It's ridiculous what Meek Mill did with that project. And it like bruh, like Meek Mill was on a, yeah, on a trajectory that he went Super far. That's a classic really mixtape for me. Even if the music is not, like, the best, bro, just the the the, the, the after effects that so how happen about because this? of it is so ridiculous. So how about
1: this? I think the Soul Tape holds more replay value than Dream Chasers 2, even though I love Dream Chasers 2. There's a lot more songs on the Soul Tape 2 that are better than Dream Chasers
0: 2. I like 2. Soul Tape 1 more than 2.
1: Or, I'm sorry, uh, Soul Tape 1, Dream Chasers 2. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. But you're saying Dream Chasers 2 is a classic Soul Take visit.
0: Because of what it did to the to the to the game, basically. All right. So
1: what I will say is my, my story with the Dream Chasers 2, I literally remember being, <clears throat> what year was that? Um, 09,
0: I think. Oh, bro. Like Dream Chasers 2?
1: Yeah. Like 2010?
0: Bro, it was like 09 or 10. Let's see. It came out 2012. wow. Oh, <laughs>
1: Damn. We ooh wow, so 2012 right? We were way off. So 2012, literally I,
0: 1.5 million downloads in six hours, 2.5 in 24 hours. <laughs> Those are insane numbers. Numbers, bro. Insane numbers. That's why
1: Meek is where he's at, Loki, mm-hmm. right now. But the thing is, is that I literally remember I was going to Puerto Rico that year, and that was the first time I've been to Puerto Rico in a couple years, and I was going with my grandma. And I remember the last class before spring break, um, I was like, "Yo, I know they're dropping this Mink Mill tape. Like, I know they're doing it." It's like I'm trying to download it on my iPod Touch before I go on the plane, so I got something to listen to on the plane. So they had um, in my one financial uh, class, they had um, they had computers there. So like at the end of the class, like. I just, I just jumped on to see if I could plug my shit up to the computer and, mm-hmm. and I downloaded it and I'm like, fuck, it's
2: fucking crashing. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, class is about to end. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. this shit's
1: about to go because after that, like, I, I had to pack and we was leaving. So, um, I was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then it, it, I caught it, I guess at one window, like, it, it refreshed and it was like, fuck, and I got it. And I was just like, yo, that shit is so fire. And I remember A1 with Kendrick, fire, Um, let it burn with um, with. um, Big Sean, oh no no, uh, yeah with Big Sean and Amen with with Drake, you know these are great great songs. Um, and and it it felt like that year for me.
0: Like it felt like that. I was like, damn. A one. It go. I really like that Big Sean song though.
1: Um.
0: But what that mixtape did, like you remember, bro? Like bro, the next the next day or when you went back to school, you are like. Yo, you heard that meat? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone
1: was like, "Yo, you heard that meat?" Yeah, especially around here, and man. Like this like, shit was
0: crazy.
1: Meek
2: meat, a legend around here, bro. Like,
0: yeah, it, especially like yeah around the, the tri-state area. Well, especially like New Jersey, Philly and stuff. Right, yeah, Philly. I can
2: tell you bigger. guys a funny story, man. All my people's uh, Maze Landing folks. Uh, <clears throat> we uh, went to Davies. Uh, we were on. We caught the bus, and I remember I was sitting. And we were in the back of the bus. It was uh me. Uh he's still one of my best friends to this day. Eddie. Um, your cousin uh, Shout out to Eddie, man. Yeah, uh, my you, boy bro. Daniel, it was Walter, uh Abdul, a couple of us, man. I remember it like the back of like the back of my hand, yo. The bus driver came in and he was like mad cool all the time. He was like may mad laid back. Uh he put like as soon as he picked us up, as soon as we pulled out of the school, he like I guess he plugged in his phone and actually, you know, it was Dream Chasers 2 playing. And everybody on the back of the bus just started screaming, jumping between <laughs> seats. They couldn't believe that they was listening to it on the school bus. Crazy. Had yeah, jumping. Yeah, that's For the real. magic. The magic just school bus. Just play
0: the intro. <laughs> bro. Just play the intro, and people will go crazy. Meeks always had that. His intro. His intro game is unparalleled. Fire. Yeah, fire. unparalleled.
2: Even with Champion, like um his intro. He, he did hair, the like, Phil Collins. In, yeah. You
1: know, like, feel it in the air. Yeah. This one he had the Tyson. I'm the most vicious, yeah, the most yeah, ruthless yeah. champion ever. You know, there's no one that can match me. My style <laughs> is I'm <impeccable>. impregnable. <laughs> but the is impregnable. I'm just ferocious. I'm to eat his heart. I want to eat his children. Praise, Praise be God, to Allah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like
0: meek that album, I just remember that project when that dropped, the world went crazy, bro. You're just like, dog. <laughs> I mean like I said, the the What's your
2: favorite what's your favorite mixtape?
0: Friday night. Lights. Yeah. I guess Friday. Night. Friday night lights. Yeah, easy. It's like I, I still listen. To, I
2: listen to Friday night lights at least once a day. It's, it's
0: just <laughs> literally like it's beautiful. It's a beautiful project. Just everything, bro. Like I'm so. I don't know, man. I, I love. love um, I love so many projects. Damn, why can't I think of the name of the song? Man, Kush, but you know i know orange
1: juice, bro. Oh, uh, that's my shit, Yeah, you guys bro. always
0: oh that, yeah. I love that, yeah. But I wasn't really, like, the biggest Wiz fan up until Cabin Fever. Like, right.
1: Cabin Fever is another one. It's up there. It's up but, there, yeah. But bro. I would say, oh like,
0: Friday Night Live, because I, I just love... Bro, it's so smooth. Like, bro, what's this? I don't know the name of it, but you'll probably tell me, but it goes... from emotional. Half of me is comfortable, the other half is comfortable. Too to the an cliff. intro. Yeah, yeah uh, it's the first song. <laughs> yeah. Bro, just started off with that. You're like, dog, this album is amazing. It's so smooth, cost me a lot. Two Face. Two Face is my favorite song on the It's the best album. song on
2: the podcast. To uh, back to the topic. Back to the topic.
0: Oh, no. We ain't got to worry about, about the, the money money no more. more. It's so good. Uh, and then, and then he had the, um, what's it called? The joint with Kanye and them. It the last a, call look at look at me now no no look at me now yeah
1: the last no, no. Oh, oh, oh looking was, for problems
0: looking for problems and he snapped on the last that. dude on the track i was like oh he saved the last man. spot bro?
2: yeah he had big sean Kanye, oh, farewell, Pusha, best friend oh, the, the autograph the yeah. premeditated murder yeah premeditated murder
0: is great it's fantastic in the morning was in the, on yeah, there all the, right the album right like Dog I
1: think I think hit for hit, there's not a mixtape that really hangs with except for one, in my opinion. Kendrick's. Oh, two, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> section well, 80 and.
0: Well, Section 80 was actually a an EP. I mean
1: EP, but right. I, I thought you were
0: gonna talk about. Od, his, yeah. OD. Od,
2: yeah. Od's up there too. So it's. T- are you gonna say it? I think no, I no, know no. you're gonna say. No, no. I was it. gonna oh. say something completely different, but like another mixtape that's like up there for me with them. Shout out man Rest in peace Mac Miller But kids Oh fucking kids man, get into Mac Miller's yep, man. Kids, kids kid. came out like As like like Eighth grade <clears throat> Freshman year in high school And like For be those better. that know Like well, Mays like Landing If you lived day. in Oak Crest, You had to walk faces to school Bro I remember like Walking to school And everybody just You know Nike's on my feet Like senior skip right, yeah. They like Yo, We can't bro, wait to be frozen, a senior Right Kool-Lady, now frozen like, pizza Come on <laughs> Come you know,
0: what was the one he was going to say though? I got to hear what this is What you could say could rival it
2: Channel
1: man Acid oh, Rap Acid <laughs> Rap oh, okay. Come on Acid, acid rap. rap Chance the Rapper's best project Chance the Rapper's best, best project, project by far, yeah, by far. That's the only one that's song for song I think It might even be in certain respects right. Friday Night Lights Song for song Man I still give it to Friday
0: Night Lights, but Acid Rain <laughs> is up there. It's up there. Man, man. what's the name of that song? Uh, Acid Rain? Yeah, come Dude, on, bro. Oh. Like, come on, bro.
1: There's not, like, there's Dude. not, a, I don't, like, not in the negative light, but there's not a song on Friday Night Lights that's better, like, officially better than Acid Rain, where I'm like... Come on! This has the melody. It has the soft tone. It has the introspectiveness. I would argue, Two stuff. Face. I would
0: argue, probably Two Face. Two uh, Face is I very, know, very man.
1: incredible. I know it is because he's talking about the two sides of the veil. One side, one side's reals. One side deals. Yeah. The other like, side dreams. The other side's real. It's
0: it's it's incredible to see the, the the journey that a lot of these artists have come on, like that we consider to have these uh, really classic albums. I know uh, I know my boy Asim is gonna de- uh, say it. I'ma defend his honor. He's gonna say that Detroit is a classic mixtape. It is. He's gonna say Detroit's a classic mixtape. Hey, so shout out team, to Asim you're right. if you're listening. I know you, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting it down for you. I know you. Shout gonna out Alaska. That. Yeah, he's gonna say it because he he loves Big Sean, man. He loves Big Sean. He always said Detroit is a classic mixtape. You know
1: what's interesting is like a lot of our favorite rappers nowadays, um, our mainstays, the ones that are really big and popular now, they actually came from the mixtape. Yeah. You know what I mean? They blew up off of mixtapes and that's all the more credit to who and what Wayne did. Yeah. Because Wayne, he was already a star with, kind of, you know, with with uh, with Cash Money, um, but... I think I saw an interview with Juvie, and Juvie was like, he was like, no offense, but he was like the drop it like it's hot guy, like he was like the drop, drop, drop it like it's hot. Mm -hmm. He he wasn't Lil Wayne or Wayne like he is now. When he was the star and he started doing the Carter, people noticed him on the Carter. He wasn't the spitter like he was on the Carter. He started spitting on that album, but Wayne was like, I still feel held back. So he started doing mixtapes. And the mixtape scenes he is what has blew so him up.
0: Many bro, dedication, <clears throat> uh, the gangster grills mixtapes. Uh, even what he did on the Carter Two was crazy too. But uh, no ceilings. Oh, uh, what what else did he do? Uh, sorry i am for not the a human sorry being Sorry for the way. I, I didn't like. Sorry, sorry for the way. But he's. I'm just saying he's been doing so the much. Dedications. Bro. Yeah, the dedic. I like dedication three a lot. Dedication three was very good. He had the put on uh, verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was a point in time when Lil Wayne was rapping, and it was like, you if you had a dope beat, Lil Wayne was going to take it and make it his. No one was going to listen to your version anymore. Bro, I always listen to Throw It In The Bag, Lil Wayne's version. Yeah. I don't listen to Fab's version anymore. <laughs> Fabs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Lil Wayne got that.
0: I, I listen to Lil Wayne so much. Wasted, Lil mm-hmm. Wayne's. Watch My Shoes, Lil Wayne. Ice Cream Patriot, Lil Wayne. All the time, especially because of this this uh the no ceilings mixtape it, it really that's another one bro no ceilings that's a classic mixtape when it came out in high school everybody was on that too everybody was like bro this mixtape is insane oh that's a high cuz 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 like the fuck they're all abandoned. thats the AK-47. I can't argue with anybody. I can't. I I can't argue anybody with anybody especially the new generation. They're like, bro, Lil Wayne is the goat and stuff. Bro, Lil Wayne had a crazy run. For years, and he's still going, and he's still doing very good. For and tell him ketchup like mayonnaise, bro. <laughs> I'm just
1: doing it. Better, I just baby. love the
0: the the. I love Sealers no the most because like I I was able to like comprehend a lot of stuff, and like I he I remember he would say he's crazy so shit that like he's so I nut. was like, bro, no one else knows this. I feel like except for me, he is <laughs> <laughs> right. literally. Call him Carousel. And they're like, what is that? They're like, what is that? I'm like, bro, it's the Little League's team from the Little League World Series and shit. And they're like, and if you catch and if you kick it with me, like no more oh, Garcia, Garcia Para. And they're like, oh, the baseball player? What does that have to do with him? Because he's married to me and him, the soccer kick player. I'm like, bruh. The, the yeah. things that he would say would go over everyone's head. I was just like, Out here, and I'm like, Lil I Wayne, got it. Lil Wayne I got has it. like
1: I a other world bag that he really does dig into sometimes like he really like even more recently he's like uh the song with Kendrick he did on, on Carter 5 on uh, Mona Lisa like yeah, that yeah. whole storytelling like that, that they that. bro I what know. oh my god gotta listen to it I'm Mona behind. Lisa's amazing I'm high on music he has songs like that even when he did the the, the deluxe to the Carter 5 he mm-hmm. has a song called The Life of Carter of Mr. Carter mm-hmm. and it's just the way he sets up the whole song it's just like dope and the when payoff for
0: here, it and he's still here and he's still killing it,
1: bro. I remember I saw something he said he was upset that he he was shocked but also upset that like that F is for phenomenal. Yeah. That he was upset himself with his line because he didn't catch it at first. Like yeah. he was just saying it. Yeah. And he didn't but he he's shocked that it became like so popular, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know what I mean? Like F What's is more phenomenal. crazy
0: though is because Wayne was one of not the first ones cuz Jay-Z was doing this obviously, but he was I feel like he's the most vocal and the most known to be like I don't write Right, and he's like, I right. don't write. It. All I do is freestyle everything. Like I just go, and it's like that made it even better because you're just like, bro, how the heck did this dude do this? And he's not even writing it. Granted, like now we know like a lot of these people, if they don't write, but essentially they're just writing in their head, or they do like a verse. Wait, do a verse. Uh, do like a line. Wait, and then do two lines. Wait, and then do another line. Wait. So essentially, you're writing in your head, but still like, I uh, saw so, uh... with, with the amount of music that wayne has dropped doing that method is insane
1: and it's because he's always finding a new way to say something he's really just a wordsmith of one of the highest orders like there's not a lot of people that are better than wayne ever all timeless
0: i can't i can't yeah i can't argue with it i can't argue with wayne i can't argue with jay so all right everybody this has been the the first edition basically of our hip-hop portion of the pod I want to say thank you to everybody listening. We want to definitely bring it to you guys. I want to. I want to see what you guys have to say. Do you guys think that the Soul Tape is a classic? Peter, it's a classic tape? album. I need to hear it. It's, it's almost silly that we're putting this on I the story, but it. we got we're to. Definitely, we're definitely putting it <laughs> on right now. But thanks for joining us. Be sure to join us next time. Peace out. Stay safe. We love you guys.